Oh, wait, we're rolling. Fuck me. We're yeah. fucking rolling, bitches. Ah, uh, Jesus. feel ill-prepared. Uh, hey, buddy. Like, it's kind of like when someone walks in, you just get out of the shower, and your wang's still drying off. <laughs> Gross. I let my ear dry, man. As long as it's not a cold shower. And I don't do those. I was but, in the pool. <laughs> I don't do those, but you always hear those, like, like on Rogan and stuff, where they do them, like, for health reasons. Oh, it lowers your blood pressure by 50 points. And I've done it. Like, when it's 94 degrees outside, and I go out and, like, mow the lawn or something, I'll turn the freaking cold water on and get in that bitch, and it feels great. It's awesome. Yeah, but the problem is, even if it's ice cold water, I can take an ice cold shower, get out, and be freezing. Yeah. My that's, taint off. That's good. It's Not good, freezing my taint off, but sweating my taint off after I get out. Ooh. Ooh, crack the cracking. Nice. That is noist. That was noist. It's a new word I made up. It's actually a whole every word of moist, which the ladies hate, and noise, which sometimes the ladies are. <laughs> so you mix them together, and what do you get? Noist. You get noist. It's like a new word. You know, fluns and junts are words too, aren't they? Indeed. I want to go to Australia for like a month just to see if I'd fit in. I want to see all the deadly animals. Like they, that is an island just full of shit in that Australia? will kill you. Yeah. yeah. They have so many things that will kill you there. Thank like you, sir. Crocigators and yeah. whatnots. And they got dudes with knives and stay on the outback. The shalas. <laughs> right then, yeah. You Let's right. do this. Clicky, Cheers. yeah. Cheers. And yeah, happy fourth. This yeah. is yeah. Warning. This show has been found to be extremely off-putting, irresponsible, and exhausting. Listener discretion is advised. Fourth. Boy, that's good. Yummy. I'm going to tell the wife to pick up a bottle of rum chata. We're going to get crazy. Do a little mixing. I'm going to have to buy some of that shit, man. Start putting it in my coffee every morning. You should. I dare you. It's the best. Triple dog. Uh, oh, damn. Welcome back, everybody, to the Metal Nerdery Podcast. Uh, With no anesthesia, which is complete bullshit. Well, we're we somewhat. swallowed some. Yeah. And um, and we got the billion way the fuck over there. That's uh, me. I got the Russell way the fuck over here. Freshly ingested a um, uh, gummy, actually. Uh, yeah, uh, we got the gummified Russell, and then we got the Wheeler. There it is. Over here, uh, also kind of, sort of, justifiably gummied a little. Yeah. My bathroom's on it again. Uh-oh. Again. Okay, so last night I heard something, and it was weird. Have you ever heard something, and you're like, there's no way anything happened? For a minute, it sounded like someone was either knocking on my neighbor's door, like loud, or like taking like a big stick and like beating like a trash can. It was like an unusual noise. And I didn't even think about it being my bathroom, which Plumbing was like bites. right next to the yard, side yard there. And I got up and looked out the window, nothing out there. Went back to sleep, got up this morning, went to go brush my teeth. The toilet's up. Now, the reason I should preface this is because... It's going to sound weird. I don't use my master bathroom bathroom because it's actually more work to get to that bathroom than to get to the guest bathroom down the hall. Okay. So the master bathroom bathroom toilet always stays shut. Right. Also of note, the lid is fucked up where there's no way you can lift it without that thing falling to one side or something. Okay. And it's lifted up perfectly. I don't touch it. I never touched it. Hadn't blacked out and touched it. Make sure mark it marks time. Yeah, yeah. Mark all those times. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, it happened like a few months ago, and it was fucking weird. And it's happening again 
Uh, it's fucking weird. See your bathroom. Somebody's funny. watching. Maybe, dude. I got to show you later. There's, I saw some fucking orbs the other night. My kitchen clock light on my oven went out, and it was just flashing. And I went to film it, and when I went back to watch the filming of it, I saw little orbs and shit that I did not see that were not there. Anyway, it's fucking <laughs> Ghostbusters stuff. Uh, Russell, how about this episode's beer of the episode before I turn this into a paranormal podcast? Well, now I'm really disappointed because I saw the alcohol by volume, but this is a Schaffer Hoffer. Is that how you say it? Schaffer Hoffer. It's a Hefeweizen. Hefeweizen beer. And this is the beer of Germany. Yeah. Well, I was thinking, Germany, you know, because we're going to be doing, uh, after the podcast, we're going to do some festivities this evening. Yeah. Uh, have to do with the heat and outdoors. I was like, this looks like a good, refreshing. Like day drinking beer? Day drinking beer. It's, uh, it's a grapefruit Hefeweizen. And uh, tell them the shocker part, Russell. Yeah, it's only two and a half percent alcohol by volume, so it's kind of a it's a soda, basically. Well, now wait a minute. Dig this. Apparently, in Kansas and Minnesota, or Indiana, Kansas, whatever state A and D stands for, and MN, which is Minnesota, uh-huh. contains not more than three point two percent alcohol by weight. Okay. So does that mean those states get more alcoholic goodness from this than we do? I don't know. Or man. they get less? I can go to Burger King. Okay. None well. of that makes sense because the other uh, beers on the same shelf are like 10%. So I don't know. Let's, Let's crack give it up. Let's give her a Grapefruit. Pop. Ooh. Effervescent. And the verdict. Tastes like a soda, kind of. Kind of. Grapefruit soda, kind of. Tastes like a soda with not enough sweetener. Like it kind of has that sort of soda taste to oh. it, but it's almost like it's lacking. Like a fresca. So the the bag of syrups almost yeah. out. Yeah, like it doesn't yeah, have the same. The, when you go to the restaurant, you know, yeah. the bag of syrup. If it had like a touch, just like a fucking God, little touch a, more sugar, it'd touch be perfect. Much? I think if it was a lot colder, it would be really good. Like yeah, if, it if, was, this, if this was ice cold, like yeah. staying in a cooler with a bunch of Miller Hot Lights and stuff. Alcohol? <laughs> It'd probably be a very expensive day drinking option. I mean, yeah. if, if we're going to be real about it, yeah. I mean, it's not bad. Usually, when beers come in a four pack, that means they're high gravity, but not the situation here. Hey, it's German quality. It says it right there on the can. Yeah, it tastes good. The flavor's good. I mean, yeah. it just it does taste more soda ish than, than beer ish. Yeah. Now I feel like I'm drinking a White Claw, and I don't know how to feel about it. <laughs> I'm teasing. I love the helmet. White Claws are refreshing. I've never actually had one, but. I don't I think I have. I have. I, don't know I usually uh, pour them over ice and add vodka to it. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Isn't that kind of like dipping your pizza in like buffalo chicken dip or well, something? No. Okay. So that sounds awesome, right? I would uh, do that. Seltzer is basically soda water, you know, yeah. with yeah. a White flavor Claws, to it. So, so it's like having a vodka and soda, but you're flavor. using soda that actually has alcohol in it. That's the only difference. Alcoholic I can't soda. do that stuff because to me, it tastes like the malt. I worked at a restaurant for years when I was a kid. Mm. So when the when syrup, right when the syrup bag goes down, mm. it's that. That's mm. what it tastes like. That's yeah. what I'm calling my balls from now on. The syrup. syrup. <laughs> <laughs> when it go when there's not much syrup left in the bag. That's what happens after a vasectomy. There's there's no life giving no syrup. syrup yeah, it's all just dead, lifeless syrup. There's that, no real life syrup. So in that's the bag. what it tastes like to me. So I. Uh, Dorky right. drinks them all the time. I, I can't, can I can't do it. Oh. Nasty. I kind of feel like if I'm going to consume alcohol, I kind of want something that's got some maximum power. Even to the ones flavor. without alcohol. Like, ugh. 
Yeah. Yeah. So you don't like uh, like the no. bubblies or none of that stuff. No, no. The bubblies, sparkling water. No. You don't like Perrier. I, I never got I the whole no sparkling Perrier water thing, man. I never understood it. I like it. That's what it is. It's the it's flavored it's sparkling water. It's 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 right. There's carbonated water. That's there's it. no sweetener added, so it's flavor just, as Perrier, man. Yeah, man. But when it's missing the bag of syrup. Occasionally, <laughs> when I would do the um, uh, keto, whatever. Uh, to stay away from sugar, I would get like the sparkling waters and then the little Mio like flavors. Oh, like, is it the like fucking water? Art. The water flavorizer? Yeah. Yeah. I've so you that. get the sparkling water and you put like the grape flavor in there and it's kind of like a. Isn't that a little fucked up though? That we, we, people have to have flavors to put in their water to get hydration. I don't like water. Drink fucking water personally really? at all? Not really. Unless I'm really thirsty. That's all I drink is water. That's good for you. I, I wish I yeah. could do that. I can't. It has to be tea. I mean, the majority of tea is water. It is. That's <laughs> fair. Know? It's like caffeinated some, water. But I don't drink sweet tea. I drink unsweet tea. I'll put some but, electrolytes in there. Yeah. You know, when I'm working out or whatever. But that's it. I like unsweet tea and uh. It makes you a heathen. You know that, right? In the pe- south, to say that. And peach uh, crowns. <laughs> there you go. Peach crown's fair, but the unsweet tea, it's almost sort of like... It's a peach tea. Amen. When you mix them Oh, together. you mix them. Okay. Yeah, Never mind. Well, if you're going to... Okay, well, I thought you were talking about just getting sweet tea, unsweet tea whenever you go to a restaurant or something. Yeah, I do. That's oh. that's what I'll order. Fucking heathen. I know. Anyway. Yeah, I'll put Splenda in it sometimes. Hey, uh, Billy, do we have any voicemail? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and if you'd like to give us a call... And give us a second for Bill to get ready. Hold on your damn... Hi, Metal. Hello, Metal. Do you like to metal? 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 I got a missed call. That definitely was not me. Oh, I finally figured out. Hold on. I got to do the the jingle. Should I do the jingle now? Are we ready? If we're going to play the voicemail. Okay, yeah. Okay, I'll do it then. You ready, Russell? Go ahead. Okay, cool. Uh, If you want to give us a call and leave us a voicemail and tell us what's on your pretty little mind, you can do so at 980-666-8182. Nailed it. I'll give it a nine. G'day, gents. Ah, six is- uh, the billion. The Russell. Yeah, <laughs> I get nervous. Who's the handsome guy in the end? Whoa, the, 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 the chunky one with a beard and then. Uh, <laughs> the wheeler. That's right. There it is. Um, the chunky one. You guys are fantastic. I've been thinking about the James Hetfield, yeah, yeah. Um, and I was daydreaming about you guys being the masterminds behind Beatallica. Yeah. So sure enough, I watched a couple of videos, and allegedly you three guys aren't the band members in uh, Beatallica. No, so I'm saying this because okay. you know, like the singer in Beatallica does an amazing Hetfield, yeah. And uh, Mine's better. I was sort of it's, excited yeah, about. You heard him. I don't know. You know imagine if you guys were actually them. I know it doesn't make any sense. I might have been doing something at that time. Anyway, if I had a million bucks for you guys, yeah. What two bands would you like merge together? Mm-hmm. It would it be something like Akadaka and Queen. Would it be, Ooh, be Slipknot mashed up with Alanis Morissette? Would it would be something be like Iron Maiden cool. mashed up with Creedence Clearwater Revival, that something like that. Anyway, so that's uh, something for you to ponder. For a million bucks? Bye-bye. 
Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Goodbye, Mike. That's a good call. Yeah. Thank you, brother. Thank you for that. Trip right. six. All right, you got to play. Um, oh, wait a minute. So first of all, I'm flattered that I got a compliment that he thought we were a band that we're not. <laughs> but now I want to hear how good this dude's. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Compared you to mine. Me. You're, you're going to. I can't believe I hadn't uh, mentioned these. Is it even before. close? Oh, just wait. Like his mind. Whoa. <laughs> I was going to say his mind close or is like his closer. It's Garage like, Days Night. Play Garage Days Night. <laughs> Oh, okay. So they're like a Beatles Metallica combo. Yes. Ah, hence his question. Yeah. Now the context yeah. all makes sense. Yeah, I forgot about these dudes. Sergeant Peppers. Sergeant Peppers Motor Breath Pub Band. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's the EP. It's not the song. <laughs> Skip to the next one if it'll let you. Maybe the line right there is the next song. Oh, there it is. Yeah, Garage Days Night. Well, that's the name of this EP. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds just like Enfield. Sounds a lot like you, man. Wow. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I, forgot, I forgot about these dudes. Okay, wait. Man, it sounds so just like them. Beatallica. Okay. I just thought about something. At first, I thought he said Retallica, and I was like, how the hell did he no, ever I, hear I caught it when he said Beatallica. Okay. I was like, because I've heard that name, but I've never actually heard their music. And that's that sounds pretty uh pretty close. Yeah. So okay, so the burning question that'll be a new segment. Yeah. The burning question, like it could come from voicemail. Like whenever we get a voicemail like this one, which uh, which band would you pick if you had to pick two bands of different like smash them together? I don't know. That's difficult. I, that requires thought. That's got to be a future <laughs> episode, man. Because there's another be... band that's like this. Have you? Ever, I think they're called Rock Candy. Google, hit hit the see if that's it. Is it rock sugar or rock candy? Something like that. And they, they do rock some sugar. No, that's Montrose. Okay, so that's not rock candy. I used to love that stuff. Uh, it's a band, and they would do mic mashups of like Journey and Metallica. Oh, I've, I've, there's one I've seen recently. It was like ACDC and the Bee Gees. Like that kind of thing. Well, but this is an actual band playing the songs. It's not where they take the vocals out of one song and put them. Okay, over. so they're actually doing it. Rock Sugar Band. Well, there's the band. Journey. Queen and Lincoln Park. Okay, so there's some mashup stuff. Journey and Metallica. Okay, we'll have to think of a mashup one. We'll but they did like Madonna and <laughs> ACDC. That's that's them. Rock Sugar. Yeah, Adele and Scorpions. That's all they do is they mash. Uh, They'll take the lyrics from one song and well, like if y'all heard don't of like, stop uh, the same man that one's good. Have y'all heard of Brown Sabbath or or Jazz Sabbath? Yeah, I've heard of Jazz Sabbath. Ja- well, Brown Sabbath is kind of like Jazz Sabbath, but instead of jazz and it's Black brown. Sabbath, brown, <laughs> brown out. It's a, uh, it's still like kind of like funky jazz, like soul almost plus Sabbath. It's very very cool. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, that sounds good. But we we'll have to think about that trip. Yeah, five seconds. Get back to you because. 
It's yeah. a perplexing question, and it definitely deserves a little more attention than we can give it. Kickstart your moment. rhapsody. That's like a <laughs> rock sugar. Don't stop the Sandman. No, this is gonna be terrible. You think? <laughs> yeah. It's bad. In 1989. Oh, I was gonna read that, but it's not true. It's Don't not 1989. Oh yeah, they got this whole backstory where they were stuck on an island. And <sighs> okay, the intro is getting a little. Uh, it's a long. It's a soft intro, dude. Yeah, it is. It's gonna be fine. We'll get through it. Holy shit, that guy plays drums like way heavier than I fucking play. I can't fucking believe it. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Somehow I already have a feeling that this is gonna go. I guess we gotta get through to like when it kicks in before the real vocals start. Oh, wow. Uh. Okay, let's hear how this goes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sounds like Gene Simmons. It's <laughs> <laughs> a pretty good Steve Perry. Yeah. Wait a minute, let's give it a little bit longer. I want to see how it converts. So they changed the rips a little bit to actually make it fit the journey song yeah. too. Okay. Yeah. This is terrible. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Well, I kind of almost wanted to hear if it went back into like the, you know. Yeah. Okay, so they kind of just sort of... And that's all he does is say, yeah. <laughs> yeah! But it, but it sounds no. too much like Gene Simmons from Kiss. Yes. Yeah! No. <laughs> no. <laughs> he did make it a button. <laughs> Fucking A. All right, well. Well, that puts a little more perspective on it in terms of like what he's referring to. Yeah, the mashups. By the way, guys, we got a... I don't know if I... Did I mention this earlier? I think I did, probably, because oh. you hit the button before I was ready. But we got a fucking recommendation, you guys. So we've been recommended now on the Facebooks. Oh, my God. By, looks like an Irish lad. Yeah. Roy Beard or Coily. Yeah. The only podcast to look forward to. Fuck the rest. This is the best. Nice. We thank you, Roy Beard. I guess that's how you pronounce it. R-O-I Beard. O'Coigley. Yeah, I don't fucking know. Recommendations. But thank ASMR. you for that. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, do we have any email uh, yeah, we got one from Darius. Ah, ah of course, Darius. We, we missed his birthday, so happy birthday, Darius. Happy belated, Darius, and we apologize. Yeah, we will try to get We're pretty stupid over here, so Let's see. sorry about that. What's up, Metal Nerdery Triad? Okay, I'm not going to do the whole thing. Yeah, no, I mean, you don't have to read the whole thing. Okay. He's just... Uh, uh, yeah, we forgot your birthday. Uh, having an episode on Evil, probably my favorite Wooston band. They are rad. Their new album is dropping, and just like Metallica, it's like they followed the black... Black formula, I guess that's black album formula. Mm -hmm. 
Can you play the new song? If you can't compare, you can always contrast. Enjoy some 4th of July fireworks, smoke some Gorilla Glue, and don't forget to stock up on Astral Glide during Amazon Prime days. Keep Sweet. on keeping on. I wonder if Astral Glide lets you slip through the spiritual atmosphere a little easier. Like, yeah, like for paranormal sex? I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't know if I, I kind of feel like if the seat was left up, it's probably a, a ghost dude, but like if. If the seat's ever let down, maybe that means a female ghost is haunted. Depends on if you want to get slimed or not, Matthew. <sighs> Just pull out first. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> awesome. Okay, Thank so you, that, that could be a... So he he's recommending... Evile. Song, right? Is yeah. that the link right there? That's a... That's, you want to play it? Reap, sure. Reap what you napalm. sow. It's on napalm. Reap what metal. you sow, Evile. I like the production already. Stream balls. Actually, it sounds like if you were to mix Slayer and Metallica together, riff-wise. I'm hearing some Alice in Chains in there with that, that ugly note. Get that, they get that cool. heavy, groovy kind of thing going on. They used to be really, really fast. Yeah, that was uh, many years back. More groove. That's kind of cool. Thank you for that, Sir Darius. Yeah, that was pretty yeah. rad. Pretty rad. That's great. Oh fuck, I forgot to do the jingle. We'll play your shit die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of fucked up. Forgot to do it. But yeah. Let's see. Uh, Daryl's whammy bar reports. Thanks for the shout out during fabulous disaster. Had my drink up high and horns in the air when that happened. I think that's a pretty accurate episode of how Daryl's Whammy Bar talks. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Especially when it's straight up. See what it did there? Anyway, go ahead, Russell. Let's see. I'm just trying to think of, uh, make sure we got everything covered. Get the reflections uh, before already. Before we get to the docket there, I uh, went to the Cure Show. Yeah. Uh, all right. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> Prepare was, for 20 uh, minutes of Cure discussions. No, we're not going to do that. Okay. Uh, I took the wife and... Uh, it's one of her favorite bands growing up. So we went and uh, sat through two and a half hours of The Cure. Two and a half's a lot. I know three songs, you know. I mean, two two would be great. Two would almost seem a little long for like a band I wanted to go see. Like usually a buck and a half, buck 45 is starting to edge up into the... I say two and a half. It might have been two, but it was... It, I know there were, there were two encores. There were 30 songs. That's a lot of songs. And they did two encores of about six songs each. That's not even a fucking double live album, dude. It's a fucking box set. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, of course, the second encore is all the songs I know. Yeah. I mean, I don't really know The Cure. Well, that's that's why they hook you. But I knew the songs that they played on MTV, right? And uh, Friday, I'm in love. Oh, well, they did play Love Song up towards the beginning of the show. But 
Um, I'm not in love on Fridays, dude. Only Saturdays. Uh, That's why I like spending it with you guys. Solamente sábado. See, yeah. it was uh, what he said. I, you know, I was impressed. I will say uh, the dude at 64 years old, Robert Smith, can sing. Uh, you know, if if you like to listen to The Cure, go It'd see him. Sad. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying it's it's not my thing. Uh, but I was shocked at how many people I saw there that was their thing. Well, no, I, I saw people there that I know are metal people because, you know, they're friends. Was Tim Heard there? Didn't see him. <laughs> there you go. So it wasn't a show. Didn't. Yeah, it didn't count. It's didn't. like you get an asterisk there, like Cal Ripken Jr. It's like, oh, I'm sorry, we don't count yeah. that. So there's that. And then um, <laughs> there's a really uh, entertaining documentary on Netflix right now. Do y'all remember seeing a movie? I don't know what it's called. I can't remember the name of it, but it's got Danny McBride in it. And she make it easy to narrow it down. Huh? He's not in a ton of movies. So. Uh, he and somebody else kidnap the pizza guy. They like order a pizza to this remote place and they hold the pizza man by gunpoint. <clears throat> it's like a stoner movie or and put a bomb around his neck and make him rob a bank. Damn. <clears throat> I mean, that kind of sounds like something that Danny McBride would be in. I can't remember what it was called. That is it, 30 minutes or less. Yeah. Yeah. But what I didn't know is that's based off a real thing. And I'm sure most movies are. And the, 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 the documentary of the real thing is on Netflix. Of course, they made the movie a lot more entertaining than the real thing that happened. But the real thing that happened, the dude blew up and... <laughs> He's sitting there in front like of the literally pool. or figuratively. He's got a bomb around his neck. Okay. And he's sitting in, sitting in the middle on the documentary. He's sitting in the middle of the road and the police have all got their guns trained on him. And he's like, I'm not gonna do anything. I've got a bomb on my neck. If if you don't get this thing off, they're gonna blow me up. And then after like fifteen minutes, boom. Oh shit. Yeah. He blew up. Oh, and it was wow. and then like they showed just a hair of it, just enough of it for you to know what happened to the guy on the on the documentary. But was it supposed to be set up like a comedy or no? Well, the movie is okay. kind of like a comedy. Oh, but the documentary, but the was documentary the exact is opposite. It's pretty fucking dark. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and it's these people up in Erie, Pennsylvania. That they're like they're almost like uh, mentally handicapped, but the man and woman that were involved in planning this thing are actually extremely intelligent. They just have no common sense. You know what I mean? They're like, they can make a bomb. You gotta be somewhat smart to make a the residents of creepy Rhode Island, not yeah. Erie, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Just want to clear. Anyway. So, uh, recommendation. If y'all want to watch something, we'll haunted Hawaii. I think it's where they come from. What's that? Sorry. Well, no, I think they moved from haunted Hawaii to well, creepy it's, Rhode it's Island. To it's the town's called Erie PA. Whatever, dude. <laughs> make shit up. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's all I got. I'm done. What else are you going to say? There's a place in Georgia called Cockfeelers, Georgia. I bet there is. Like a small town, maybe. I don't know. It's a small town in North there's, Georgia. Town, there's a town called, <laughs> called Between. That's true. There is. Right there between. Uh, there's actually a mad Georgia. Monroe you know? and Loganville, right? Between, between. Georgia. Kind of a fitting name for that place. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Matthew. Yes. What's on the docket today, buddy? Well, I know we talked about doing a little uh, Exodus, or at least we've had some requests for Exodus, and we Damn thought, right, you know, we need to talk a little bit about Paul Bailey's figures. We haven't <laughs> talked about, we, we never talked about Bonded by Blood, the first ever Exodus album with the first ever Exodus singer, Paul Bailey, to record with the band, Paul yeah. Bailey. But also, 
The album immediately following that was the first, with Pleasures of the Flesh, was the first album with Steve Zetro Sousa taking over the vocal duties. Yeah. And ironically, kind of like with Metallica, almost sort of following the same path, meaning the first one being kind of raw and like that, Uh and then the second one kind of being sort of a jump in terms of progression. Yeah. And and production, because, I mean, you know, Chemical, Deranged. Right. Both of those sound like modern-day Exodus, but then... Yeah. You know, Bonded was still kind of that old school, like Kill 'em All ish. Uh, pretty much everybody's first style. album, you know, of the, especially the Big Four, were that, you know. Let's just refer to the Big Five for the purposes of this episode. Because, sure. Really, had Kirk Hammett not been swayed away to join Metallica, these guys probably would have beaten with a punch. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. They're the, I think they're the only, ba- they, they released their first album latest of the big four yeah and when metallica first started going to the bay area they were opening for exodus you know oh yeah only like once or twice but yeah still still, yeah and then they they, i think they said that they had exodus open for them one time and then they're like yeah they're never opening for us (laughs) not gonna happen (laughs) they kick their ass that's well man it's a good way to know that you've got potential it's like if you're you're pissing off the headliner it's like keep going yeah right yeah you're doing something right but I remember they did used to play this on uh, Wreckage. Oh, Bonded? Absolutely. Yeah. And this was my first uh, Exodus experience because of uh, either Mixon or Hamas had that movie, um, The Ultimate Revenge. Oh, yeah. The first one had yeah. Slayer, Exodus, and Venom. Is that right? That sounds right. Yeah, I think so. Or Forbidden. Was Forbidden yeah, they were, uh, they were on the second, second one. Dark yeah. Angel, maybe? I think that was. I feel the like Dark one. Angel might have been okay. I think Dark Angel, Forbidden, and what was that other band that was Faith or Fear? Faith or Fear, I think. Yeah, they That's were. Right. They were good. The only reason I remember that Exodus that this album was played on Wreckage at all is because of the way Paul Bolo's voice acts like. Because that's kind of creepy. You cannot fucking unhear that. Yeah. It's like it's like Tom's scream at the beginning of Angel of Death. It's like it's weird and unsettling and off-putting, and, and you can't not hear it. It's got that 1985 echo on it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, the cover on this one is just it's creepy. a little freaky. They're, I mean, both the babies are ugly, but one of them looks extremely <laughs> evil. Yeah. It's silly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, aren't they all kind of alternative cover to a point? Yeah. I guess maybe that really bothered the uh, people with conjoined twins out there. Yeah. I'm guessing. I'm guessing. I don't sure. know. It could be, I could be way off, but because it is kind of a disturbing. Well, that, and it could be that if, you know, because Gary Holt's got those shirts regarding oh, the uh, Kardashians, yeah, and I think yeah, he's yeah. actually got one of those with the Bonded by Blood cover. Okay. But it's like the Kardashian girls join together, and yeah. like their tits are out. I don't know if their tits are out or not. It could be out. It could be out. He might have, like, an adult version. Yeah. Fuck, we need to go to the Gary Holt store to see. <laughs> I mean, I, I would buy that shirt, dude, if the tits were out. Like, maybe the little the Kardashian logo thing is like a crosser tits. Or maybe he could just talk to his T-shirt designer and they could make one like that. Gary, that's all you, buddy. Go for it. Yeah. All right, then. Cool. Shall we uh, dive in? Get started for 1985, the beginning of Exodus. Youth. The Titley track, the killer opener, side one. Murder on the front row. Or in the front row. In the front row. In the front row, sorry. There's a murder on the front row. You might actually have a serial killer there. Could be. Bonded by blood. Get your time machine shoes on, children. Time to go back to 1985. 
all the coke lines. <laughs> no flans, dude. Sounds like 1985. Yeah. They're on their way to making yeah. their sound, their sound. And then uh, the next song is the Tilly. Exodus. Well, not it's got like half the Coke lines. The band name. Yeah. It's well, it's, it's, their, uh, it's their exciter moment, but they didn't call this Exodus. So, yeah. I mean, it's Exodus by Exodus. On Bonded by Blood. On Bonded by Blood. Yeah. But it can't be. Exodus by Exodus on Exodus. Right. On Exodus Records. Might be on Exodus Records now. Yeah, I think, I think it then it was Metal Blade, wasn't it? It was Metal Blade. I dig that. Actually, tragic that didn't come out sooner. Yeah, because it would have been right in the fucking fray with. Oh yeah, everybody else. Yeah, and um, oh, hey, Bailoff's not a not a singer at all. It's it was just his personality. Yeah, attitude. Because I mean, you listen to this compared to Zetro stuff or it's Rob d- it's totally different. But it's yeah. it's it's kind of almost in a way like trying to compare Bond to but, yeah. Brian. You can't really. It almost had to be there though, because that was kind of the. Uh, the way it was. Or, yeah. yeah. Somebody had to do it, right? Yeah. Somebody had to jump in. And, and he was the guy that was uh, apparently terrifying. Like if a poser kind of showed up. Maniac, in, oh, wouldn't yeah. he? <laughs> he was like the, he was the gang leader of all the metalheads of all the thrashers. Oh, right? you don't belong here, mate. Yeah. Get out of here. Like, I don't so, know why Paul Beloff sounds Australian, but yeah. you know, the yeah. down under part of California. Too, but yeah. Like if he showed up with a jacket with fringes on it, 
that jacket was not making it out of the club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were they were not nice. Which is them. ironic considering that Ozzy used to wear fringes back in the day, but then he's Ozzy. But you so know what's funny? And I think different. about... He gets a pass. Yeah, fair enough. I think about the culture... The thrash culture? That they lived in. And it was so similar to what we went through. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. just the goofy stuff. the Like the, the high school attitude about, you know thrash versus glam and you know in the yeah. way and it's just so weird like the, if you watch uh murder on the front row or even get thrashed you know when they talked to the fans that were there back in the day and like you know they made comic books where they were you know the band members were killing posers i mean just yeah shit like it's that anti-poser it's, man but it was so what we went through with sure. Bert you know it's the same shit it was like the same mentality it's just it's well, it's like it that's, was, that's charming but it, me. but it like, would kill you to like admit this like if there was like a glam band it's like yeah but they got like a killer guitar player dude that guy knows music theory and he could like play with his hands Not and even. his dick and you know it's like you know yeah, doesn't matter. Doesn't he could be the matter. best guitar player in the world. He gets no props from us. That's right. right. Well, I mean, I'm just, I'm basically, I'm talking about the, the I can see similarities in when I watch those shows yeah. of what we did and, yeah. and our friends and how they acted. And, and yeah. you know, we had the guy that could draw the real uh, good stuff. And, you know, it was, it was very similar. We just didn't do it first. No. You know, we didn't. We were lied. Yeah. And then... They were none. Quite a few. I like that riff. That's actually pretty fucking heavy for 1985. Yeah. It's like he's in a hole over here, yeah. and then the echo comes to this ear. Yeah. It's just weird. It's really cool, but and and, and back then it was cool. But, so eighty five, but now it does like date the if, sound a little bit. If it didn't have the echo, it would be better. Yeah, it definitely know? dates the sound a little. I think they did re-record this much much later with Bailoff, right, yeah. updated version with Bailoff. With uh, no, I think it might have been with Dukes for like yeah. one of the last ones. Bailoff didn't yeah. die until like the middle nineties, right? I don't remember the chronology on that, but it, I know it, that I, it it wasn't because he died that he was no longer their singer. Right? Didn't yeah. he? Wasn't he? Uh, yeah. Didn't he have some chemicals in his? Oh yeah. What yeah he, wow. Oh, okay. Two thousand two. Okay. Yeah, he was forty two. Okay, wow. so I guess he he got fired. But I think he did go back and do a tour with him back when um, Return to Exodus in ninety one ninety one to two thousand. Wow, I did not know that. Well, that was another lesson in violence. That was live album period when they were probably having to play like they were dormant on high to the record yeah, and shit. Yeah, but you know it's it. funny. I mean, they didn't do anything in the nineties. Look, yeah, his voice sounds the most. If you think about the big four, 
Balov's voice has the most extreme metal sounding the voice. Uh, him or Tamariah, maybe. But no, his is Balov's is way more aggressive sounding. It's got that more kind of like aggressive sounding. Kind of well, not not the, not that part, but like the like what we just heard. That sounded more like uh, it kind of had that Zetro kind of no, weirdness say, to it. But I would say Tom and and or James sound more eviler than him. Really. really? I don't know. I feel like what I heard was pretty evil or just now. Evil. Let's, let's give a listen to no. Violets a shot. Okay, that's what Bill says. <laughs> He's just trying no. to be disagreeable. That was so fucking funny. I still, even now, thinking about it from the other day, I would like rewind it. Just the, that was like one of those mouth farts where, you, where your mouth just makes a noise and you're like, what? No. <laughs> it was kind of like that moment of like shutdown where it's like, you know, someone's about to lose it and they're just like, I can't take anymore. It's like, no. <laughs> A lesson of violence. We should all need one of those. This might be one of the fastest ones yet. Yeah. Extreme vocals. Yeah. I mean, it kind of yeah. sounds a little more like Tom there. Yeah. So there, but there's like yeah, yeah. elements of it. Yeah, I can. Hear, yeah, I know what you're saying now. See, fucking hell. What, but, I think if this came out in '83, I have a feeling the Big Four would be shaped completely differently. Could be. Or, I think so. Too. It would be a yeah. completely different history. Would be completely different because this would have probably been in place of Anthrax. I kind of think so. Almost. I mean, not to take away. You know, no, we're not saying anthrax fucking sucks. Cause we, <laughs> no, because they were all from the Bay Area, except for anthrax. But if you think about yeah. just the vibe and the style, I mean, yeah. anthrax had the cleanest vocals, I guess. Right. I mean, they were still thrashy, but it's like if you think about singing style, that's right. more in line with like the James and the Tom. And the, we need to do another anthrax show. Dave. Yeah. It's been a while since we've done it. Yeah. yeah, and I like them. So. Well, you know what? We'll put that on the docket, yeah? Yeah. And then... Killer Closer on Side Uno. Side Uno, Killer Closer. Metal Command. Uh, I got that speed metal sound. Yeah, yeah. See what I'm wondering. Oh, wait. You can find. I 
Super heavy metal, thrashy, yeah. nineteen eighty. It sounds like nineteen eighty five. But when we do the next album, I want yes. you to listen to the difference in the riffs. I'm wondering if oh, these yeah. are all Kirk riffs. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? That but these are songs that he wrote before he left the band because the guitar riffs changed dramatically between this album and the next album. These still Yeah, I could see that because they're a lot more they're not as structured as this, or not structured, maybe not be the word, but like just this is kind of more straight ahead, like kind of motorhead ish, metallic ish, straight ahead, that kind of style. Yeah. yeah. And then the next Holt one gets the, more. Was the riff man. He is. But, yeah, but this the, was right after Kurt. Kurt yeah, was. The, he was the solo man. No, that was Kurt. Kurt was the founder and the solo guy. And then, That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I thought the riffs would be Holt. Right. But I'm thinking these the songs writing were, chemistry might be different with were, Holt versus Hun Holt. Yeah, or, I, I did think he start, who started the band, Kurt. Kurt. Did. Yeah, yeah. So, and I, I'm yeah. thinking he might have wrote might, most of these songs. You might be right. Yeah. Or a part, but they don't have his name on there though. He might be one of the backing vocals. Sorry, it's Satan's Choir. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe not. I'm just I'm thinking like Didn't when you know the power of Satan. When you get from pleasures on, it sounds like Exodus. Yeah. now, but yeah. you can hear elements of it here. Like yeah. I've already heard a few moments. Yeah like some of the progressions and stuff that it has that modern exodus. Like you can hear it, just the production's not there, Right. but it kind of sounds a little bit. I mean, Kurt doesn't get any writing credit. So maybe, maybe I'm totally off base, but it just seems. Yeah. But also think about this. If they'd formed years before and they'd been playing and playing and playing this material all that time. Right. Then it would make sense that once you get to doing a new album, it's like, okay, we got new shit. Now we've had three or four years to, yeah, think about all the stuff we've already been doing. We've kind of moved past it, right? So, uh-huh. in a way, they're already kind of at a disadvantage because they're coming out with this in '85, and everybody else kind of started '83-ish. But yeah, they were kind of here. So, I mean, there was kind of a big light year jump to '87. All right, killer opener, side dose, Parana, Reverb. It's the first song I ever heard by them. Really? Um, Ultimate Revenge. Ah, uh, cool. Guns. Slayer. Yeah. Oh. That's a cool riff. Like Spanish music. Uh, Slicing jaws on the way of life. Brought up to waste mankind. Low times packs little children. Deadly every time. Trapped in swamps by gates of hell. Don't ever let them out. Friend, you tell him they escape. Fight a bloody fire! Put a cow in the back of the world! Put a start to attack it! 
That was an evil or sounding laugh. Yeah. I can hear a little bit of blame there. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. A little accused action. Yeah. yeah. Fucking hey, see, I knew who that was. I thought I was going to need help too. I was like, I don't know if I can pull it off. It's like, accused? It's either accused or rigor mortis. Yeah. But those are like the only two bands that y'all are more aware of than I am aware of. So, right. Russell's going to go have diarrhea reflections, <laughs> ASMR. He's going to miss my best joke, man. You know, I wanted to just tell you, Russell, before you walk outside, comedy is all about facing your fears. And the song we just heard reminds me of uh, the title of this next bit, which is all about facing your fears. It's called Piranha Glory Hole. <laughs> ah. Gross. Ah. Enjoy your diarrhea. <laughs> no love. Sounds like love to me. That's fucking actually really cool. That was really cool. Very adept. Yeah. Cool. That's the first. Okay, so that's like the first ever acoustified intro, soft intro that Exodus did okay. on an album. Yeah. Because let's see, back then, Kill 'Em All didn't have anything that started with one, but it had like some acoustic stuff on like Phantom Lord and somewhere else. Yeah. Like an overlaid kind of thing. Slayer surely didn't have any. I don't think Anthrax did. I don't think Megadeth did. So they were really kind of ahead of the curve with that because Megadeth didn't on the first one. Not acoustic style like that but if you think about it all throughout like the later 80s especially in the later 80s like you know that's when all the acoustic guitars started happening and all that stuff so they were way ahead of their time with that they were what a lot of people might call mavericks well this was 85 yeah released in 85 so they recorded right. i think 84 but i think they were together before that even so they were truly the lightning had a bunch on there true that was 84 right that's what I'm saying. Okay, so maybe they were, timing was kind of already there, but they were recording this in 84. Sure. But maybe that's how things are going. Anyway, yeah. Russell just missed the best clean, soft intro ever. It wasn't no glove, no love. <sighs> no, it was just no love. Yeah. Yeah, it was raw. No glove, no love. It was raw. 
Raw. Speaking of raw. Deliver us to evil, man. This next song. Good sound. Yeah. yeah. The, fiddle. the whole production on this album is really good. Minus the echo on the vocals. Watching him do his tracks. <laughs> it would have been great. I bet they were all like pointing at him. And- I kind of, you know, it's funny listening to this. I kind of thought there'd be more of the Paul Bellov. It was kind of like yeah, it's only it's on the one song. Burner and the, or Bonabella, it yeah. seems. Yeah. Now I feel bad. Oh, well, yeah. no, it's just. A- I feel like I've weirdly made fun of like his entire singing style. It's like, no, bro, one song. That's it. <laughs> that was a weird thing to do, though. Usually the slide down. Well, I'm not making fun, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, that, would well, that's what down. gave it. That's what yeah. gave it a very unsettling, unsettling, and off-putting vibe. And offensive. It wasn't offensive. It's was just very, very kind of. So it raises the anxiety a little bit. Oh my god! <laughs> a bit of an antagonist, protagonist. Sorry. But by the way, can you clarify real quick before we get into the, the killer closer? Yeah. What's that? Uh, John Travolta saying or the saying that you did, you're like, oh, look, we'll die soon. So what, what was this? I swear, you're going to die. You're going to crack up. <laughs> Wait, what is that from? D- dice Clay. Oh, it's Dice. Uh, no, he's like, doing a John Travolta. Oh, I thought it was you doing an impression of John Travolta. I was doing an impression of Dice doing an impression <laughs> of John Travolta. Okay, now it all makes sense. Way back in the day, John, uh, when Dice got started, he did John Travolta. That's how he got like famous. He did it so good. Dude. Yeah. And he's like, I don't like marshmallows. <laughs> I literally that made me sick. When I was looking over the show notes doing the, the jumps and the flans, I was like, okay, what what the fuck John Travolta is that? I because I tried to Googleize it, I looking it up what he said. I couldn't find it. So now that you said that, I realize that I'll never find it. Looking he that was way. Uh, he was on Rogan recently and he was talking about when he first started, like he just got up one night, like an open mic thing. Yeah. And just started doing John Travolta <laughs> and nice. freaking killed. Like, uh, it, yeah, the crowd was going ape shit because he could do the face, the whole thing. Well, could, it was like a sing and dance thing, right? Yeah. 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 Saturday Night Fever, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So he did the whole thing. The whole routine. <laughs> and, blew him. and that's how he started was doing. Blew him? Blew him away. Away. Yeah. Okay. The away part's pretty important. Yeah. So otherwise, that means he blew him here at home. This is a sweet. Get a crack. <laughs> okay. I just had to ask that question. He needed the money. <laughs> I don't like marshmallows. Little boy blue. They made me sick. Strike of the beast. Yes, sir. Killer closer. Go. That sounds a little more exodus. Yeah. Yeah. Almost like this one's a little different than the rest of the album, sort of. Yeah, it sounds more modern. 
this is going to taste. Turn around and run, it's the only thing to do. Someone's about to die. It's a good one there for you. Time to run on the street, on the bridge. Here, let's make yourself start to echo for your that sounds more like the stuff that would, would be yet to come, but there are some riffs throughout this that does sound like yeah. modern day Exodus. Well, it's pretty good. I, I can't I can't say I could speak to the tracking changes because I'm not sure. No, I'm, I'm not familiar enough with it to, to feel that way about it. Where yeah. it's kind of like this could go here. It sounds quality. It's I'm just kind of yeah mad that I didn't hear this in back in the day, like in eighty. Right. Yeah. Words and, th- and stuff, know, and stuff, things and whatnot. So, yeah. yeah, all that. Well, so by comparison, yeah, so the next one, the one right after this, and of course the beginning of the one right after this is still one of my favorite moments in all of metal. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. I used to think it was um, Madison. I, I didn't realize it was her second album. Like at this point, I thought maybe they'd already had like three or four, and no, second one, man. Yeah. But this is the best. This is the best opener. I, I posted this one day on Facebook. It's my status. Got a couple of wild comments, which is usually signs of people. Oh, apparently worrying about you. Um, I'm reading here. Uh, apparently, there's some demos of songs from this album with Bayloff singing. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Um, Interesting. He was credited on a few of the songs. Yeah. The original cover is way lamer for Pleasures of the Flesh. Glad they went with the one they got. Oh, the one yeah. they got is kind of ultra creepy. Yeah, S- sitting at Head a bar with... and shit, <laughs> skulls. Yeah, they probably serve like human burger in the back. Ooh, have you ever wondered what? Have you ever wonder what we taste like? Not really. No. no. Like, what if you went to a cookout and it's like you found out that it was like a cannibal? It's like he's in charge of the grill. It's like I was. Uh, it's like, dude, that's the best steak I've ever had. What is that? That was a whole season of The Walking Jim? Dead. There. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. He was in pretty good shape, too. He had a pretty good marble into him. But, uh, <laughs> he's a local congressman, but uh, he's good eating. Yeah. He's, we raised that boy Wagyu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we gave him, you know, Asian strippers to, like, give him massages and gave him beer and shit. You know, yeah. he's right. he, mar- he marbled up right good, I think. <laughs> you want seconds? Mm. All right, so. Life's uh, kind of getting out of control. I love this. I think. I don't know if you agree. Would you hear me that ice cream? You know, it's like, it's like what it is, is you, I know you heard the word a thousand times. It's a rat race. You know, I went through the contortions of hell. I have alcoholic seizures. Wind up in the hospital and everything else. Now I'm sick. I'm shaking like a leaf. It was like silly putty and they threw him in the car and beat him in the paddy wagon and beat him to death. I hit one of those and I knocked the front wheel off into outer space. And I kind of got angry myself and I said, <laughs> Have a lot of guns. <laughs> I like salad. I just ate a nice salad. Baked potato and some cream cheese <laughs> and chai. Cream cheese? You know, I just, I like to eat a salad. Might you have something in mind? <laughs> That's a killer way to open. And then...
Oh yeah, yeah. It's, rad. it's like a completely different band. Yeah, it, I mean it's literally as different as putting on Kill 'Em All and then putting on and they're two Bob years Lighten. apart. You know, it's not like a yeah. <laughs> you know they they toured for Bonded by Blood and then they recorded this album. Um, what was I going to say Zetro? Wasn't he? He was. He's been the voice of them for most of the time. Yeah, he was in Testament before Chuck Billy. Yeah. Yeah. Back when they were still Legacy. Yeah, it's a killer way to start out. I keep forgetting, though, that he's actually the original frontman for uh, Hatriot. I think we follow them on the gram. Oh, yeah, yeah. His son basically is like the frontman, the bass player for them now. And I feel like I had seen like a ways back when, you know, Zetra was in the band, but I just kind of passed over my head and then I was like, wow, that guy sounds just like his dad. Which, I mean, why would he not? Yeah, I think on the most recent Exodus album, um, Zetro's son sang some of it. Oh, okay. I think I read where he would come in and do uh, certain parts of songs. On the persona non grata. Yeah. That's a good one. It is still yeah. good. Put that to his part. You have the reverb in the studio, okay? Cool. Is that a bell? Going. Or a piano string. Something. First one, yeah, a little bit. Sounds like Chuck Billy. I was gonna say, it sounds a little Testament-ish. forgot about that i hadn't listened to this album in quite some time parasite yeah i'm not sure i've heard it all the way through i've heard a few on the wreckage so i'm a fart something
sounds like a blend of the first one and this one. That's how it is, but it sounds like the, it, an edit. Sounded like a weird edit. Yeah, that was strange. It's like someone snuck in. It's like, oh shit, or maybe they like. Because that, that was when you still had to use tape in the studio, so maybe they the screwed reverse. up and like knifed the tape, yeah. and then they like weirdly taped over it somehow, and it's like, oh, weird shit happened. That was pretty weird. All right, this next song is how I am outside of this place, man. <laughs> Brain dead. All the cook lines. Oh. I think I remember this from Wreckage. Yeah, probably. And we got that toxic walks. Yeah, it's definitely that Exodus kind of riff. His voice is just a lot more palatable. Yeah. Better fit, yeah. A smosh pit song for sure. Yeah. I like that riff. Yeah. Guitar sound is fucking good. It's That's one thing like they've it. always had is a very yeah. good, solid guitar sound. Yeah, and it's only Crunchy. their sound. It's like nobody else. It's like Slayer. Nobody else sounds it's, like them. It's not over distorted. It's just crunchy and fucking good. It's, it's, it's fucking very, good. it's very them. Yeah. They or yeah. it's very Exodus. Killer Closer side one. I think I heard this on Wreckage too. Faster than you'll ever live to be.
a real break in there. It just keeps going. Cool riff. Yeah, it's like you can kind of hear the kind of the last album kind of fading off a little bit, and like they're more developed. Yeah, current presence kind of taking yeah. prominence. Yeah, the riffs have definitely stepped up. Yeah, uh, the the ugly chords and <laughs> that's what the I ugly like. chords. Uh, they're ugly. They're just not pretty. They they're don't not. have no melody to them. Yeah, I like. It's like it. they're being mean to the sound. It's like why <laughs> they got to be so mean. Mean. You know what I like, Russell? <laughs> what is that? I enjoy. I even, love Goblin Cock. Even though it's been a while, William, I still love Pleasures of the Flesh. Yeah. The killer opener on side two. It's very tribal. Yeah. I mean, cannibals. What he said. <laughs> or they. It's probably they. Ace Ventura moment here. Bubble Bee Tuna. Bubble Bee Tuna. Go on. What was it? He was the white devil. Yeah. is so jamming, man. Just call me a white devil. Not you, but in the show. You feel like I want to be smoking some ganja while I listen to this stuff, man. Nice. I always like that, the harmony walk-downs. Yeah. They got a lot more intellectual with their music. Yeah. Yeah. Go. Solid jumps. Leftovers on it. And this next one is called 30 Seconds. It's an instrumental, it, yeah. It lasts 40. I think it's 30 Second Notes. Fucking, oh. It's even is. more musical. Ha ha. Wow. They had a killer opener like this in the first one when you went out to have diarrhea. 
shit through a screen door. <laughs> yep, can you do it at 50 yards of a man? Used to. <laughs> Back in my youth. <laughs> when your butt when your butt all had more power. When I, <laughs> more projection. When my shutter speed was a little quicker. <laughs> <laughs> Shutter speed. <laughs> oh my god, that's fucking perfect. <laughs> Shutter speed. Holy shit, dude, that was great. <laughs> just, right. It's just the gummies. <laughs> no, that's, that's legit. That's legit. You're right there, William. Yeah, wrong pipe. Yep, yeah, that's what he said. Seeds of hate. Seeds of hate. <laughs> also, we're about that one. Shutter speed. funny as shit. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I like the double bass, it gives like an extra heaviness. Holy shit. It's all like a machine gun. That's heavy as fuck. Yeah. There a little bit, yeah. Clean singing, yeah. It's a great riff. It's interesting. I, I think I noticed on one of the other earlier songs some of the clean singing stuff. Yeah, it's very distinctive. Hmm. But it's like it sounds... He doesn't do it a lot. Yeah, he doesn't do it a lot, but it's like when he does it, it does have kind of a, an odd quality to it. But that kind of reminded me of Halford a little yeah. bit somehow. Grand Canyons. A space and time. Yeah, that's a good one. All right, now the next one I know I heard on Wreckage. Chemical. Chemical. Yeah. I think it's written about pharmaceuticals. Oh, yeah, soft intro. Flawns. That's a fun man. Damn. 
Fuck, it's a drummer doing this. <laughs> Weird riff. Yeah. in there, but that's not really a flaunt or a dog. Digga. 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 Yeah. Gotta be careful with that one, yeah, though. Be careful. <laughs> like, there's, well, there's some words you just can't say that in like that. True. Okay. Killer closer. Side two. Yeah. Choose, Choose your weapon. Choose your weapon. Four four, soft timing, isn't it? That's four, yeah, the timing four. of the other riff is yeah. a little off somehow. I can't yeah. figure it out. It creates this. There's this weird urgency. Pause. Well, the way the riff's structured, yeah, yeah, it's strange. Well, sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes they do that. I think there's, was it Death Amphetamine? Mm-hmm. I remember that when we covered the Rob Duke stuff. It was yeah. like I was trying to count that the main riff, and I was like, what the fuck is he doing? Cause, yeah. Where's this? Because usually the you one? can find one, and it's pretty yeah. easy. But yeah. I mean, even for a bass player. But if you can't find one, <laughs> it's fucking hard, man. I was trying to find the one on that one. And was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Had to go down a dirt road to find that one. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. I don't know. What, what would you say as a first between this one or the other one because you got to think about it i mean it'd be like if like if acdc did what high voltage with bond and then if brian came in like right after yeah you know what i'm saying i mean it's like weird because this is the this is like a first new album literally with the first new yeah singer but he was he was a perfect fit but oh yeah 
I don't know why Bailoff left. Um, I think well, he said just, he got fired. So I'm guessing. Oh, I'm, I thought he left the band. I uh, said he got fired. According to the wiki folks. I think he was doing a little bit too much of the party. Relaxers, party. Yeah. I think he was a big relaxer advocate. Yeah. Like he was an ally. Yeah. You know, which I, I'm, I'm with that. I'm an ally to the relaxer community. Really, I'm an ally to all relaxers. So, you know. I guess lifestyle just took over. And uh, he enjoyed the party more than he enjoyed the music, I believe. Uh, you know, it happens. Yeah. Or singing the music. I think he loved the music, but... Um, Personal musical differences, which usually is code for... Yeah. Man, the dude's an alcoholic, man. He needs treatment. <laughs> yeah. Man, he shoot, he's literally taking, like, you know, heroin suppositories, man. He needs help. I don't know if he's taking heroin suppositories. Oh, he went off to form the band Piranha. Ah. I used to be scared of Piranhas when I was a kid, dude. Yeah, man, Remember, like, all the horror shows you'd see with Piranhas, like the yeah. School of Angry Fish, these big holes, the cover of a Destruction album coming after you? Those are classic B-movies. It's a slow, painful death. Yeah, but Piranhas are fucking vicious, dude. If you drop a little chum in the water, your chum will be no more within seconds. Sounds vulgar, doesn't it? It does. It's like hanging your dangle off the boat. <laughs> Oi! Oi, show that shock your chum. <laughs> Break out your chum, mate. All right. Well, cool. Well, now we're kind of pre-educated on the exes before because I didn't really get into them until Fabulous. Yeah, right. Me too. So this is kind of like the pre-Fabulous. Not yeah. to say all their shit's not fabulous because it's fabulous. That's Sorry. Right. It's July 1st. I can't say that anymore. It's not June anymore. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. But now, I mean, now I feel like I'm caught up. So it's like now Fabulous kind of makes more sense in context. Right. That makes Ooh. sense. Right. But so still brought back some old wreckage memories for me. And we actually got two albums dive. Yeah, look Dove, at that. Dove, Dove Divin. Dove, Divin? Divin. 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 Why is it? It's got to be Divin, right? Because you don't. Same tonight. Because. <laughs> <laughs> fucking way off. I mean, if you, if you went for a drive, you drove or you were driven. So if you went for a dive, you dove or, or you, you were driven. Divin. Divin. Yeah, you did. Na, 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 na. Fucking hey, we did it. All right. I guess let's go empty our balls and prepare for uh, pull a snot rocket. the rest of the story. Yeah. I'll blow a snot rocket. Across the yard there. I wonder if you got somebody in your phone whose name is snot rocket. It's like, <laughs> the truth comes out. <laughs> All right. All right, then. All right, on All that right. note, until the next. Uh, until the next. We'll get the bu- ghost to the bunker poon, the last word. All right. Share, share us with your presence if you'd like to. ASMR. Get out. No. <laughs> Hello everyone, this is frickin' Dr. Eviler coming at you live from the Metal Nerdery 33rd floor inverted underground Bunker Poon Studio gift shop. If you're unable to get down to the depths of the bowels of the Bunker Poon Studios, you may go check out metalnerdery.com slash merch and make a perch of some merch. Dr. Evil out. When I tried to pull it up and I can't find it now. And it's lifted up perfectly. I don't touch it. I never touched it. Hadn't blacked out and touched it. Ooh, effervescent. You got to pull them up. Mine's better. I was going to say, is mine close or is like his closer? Wait a minute. Let's give it a little bit longer. I want to see how it converts.
Just pull out first. That's all I'm saying. Our balls fell asleep. It's all bullshit. There's no moon. I've never taken a huge shiggle in my life. Never. No, 